Hello and welcome to the Web3 Podcast. So, we we have a few items of discussion for today, and uh, but th- this is sort of the introduction to, to sort of a the podcast format that I want to uh, also have as well on my channel. Uh, this this can serve as as, as uh, additional content that, that I'm going to have uh, posted on my you know YouTube, etc. Uh, it, it it'll make things a lot more. Uh, streamlined for for topics that I want to talk about and, and things of that nature, uh, and it definitely gives me sort of a free form, free flow uh, way to just kind of get some of the thoughts that I have on topics that are out there. And uh, especially since this podcast involves, if you're if you're watching this live or if you're watching a recording, if you're watching this live, you are capable of contributing to this discussion. And I'll, I'll I'd like to hear some feedback, uh, but. Typically, I'm going to give sort of my spiel, and then we can kind of sort of have some back and forth and discussion about the topics. But I want this to be more of an open discussion podcast than anything. This is something for all of us to kind of talk about and contribute our ideas and discuss certain topics. But as you see by the title here, uh, the this is going to be called the... I'm going to call it the Web3 Podcast um, because... Uh, you can find this over on vim.tv slash Trey50Daniel, and that's that's where um, the you know Web3 portion of, of this podcast is coming from because uh, I, I want to support Web3.0 and uh, Vim being on Web3.0 on the Hive blockchain is one way that I seek to sort of propagate this. So for those of you who understand what Web3.0 is and the <clears throat> excuse me the decentralized um, media platforms or the decentralization of technology in the way that we don't have a a Facebook or a Twitter that oversees over the actual post that you make they don't there's no overlord that can just ban you for whatever reason if you're posting anonymously to a blockchain under your your account that you have the keys that you own, uh, it, it makes it a lot easier to uh, have a decentralized network of, of social media where you don't have to answer to the likes of Facebook, YouTube, etc. So, <clears throat> excuse me. The this is kind of what I want to. This is sort of my elevator pitch of discussing Web three point and. and you know, talking about the good features of the things, the good platforms that are out there, the the good dApps or decentralized apps that are out there, and talking about a lot of the, the good things that Web 3.0 can bring to us. And there are some things that I'm learning that I didn't even know were, were available. Uh, but this is a surefire way to kind of get yourself inundated with what Web 3.0 is and kind of discuss it with me. Uh, about how we can work to make Web3 better. And so th- th- that's sort of the elevator pitch. But the Web3 podcast here is going to be sponsored by myself because <laughs> I'm just, I'm doing it myself. So that, that's an aside. But the overall idea is to get people interested in this and to discuss it. And what better way for me to talk about that and, than my first topic? That that would be uh, financial freedom. So what everybody 
may talk about financial freedom and someone may discuss about financial freedom, but I definitely want people to understand financial freedom and understand why, why do you, why should you want financial freedom, right? There are a lot of people who are comfortable, uh, with, with, without financial freedom. And this is, this is a way for a lot of people to, there's a, sense of something that's missing for for a lot of people especially like myself and when you work a day job and you just you clock in you clock out you you do your you do your you know dues and then you clock in clock out and then you go about your daily life you don't think about until you get to a certain point right so it's it's called buying back your time and your time is is a commodity and if you if you if you understand, like, it's like thinking in the fourth dimension all of a sudden, it, the way that I see financial freedom. You're, you start off thinking in three dimensions and in the fact, in the here and now, and I have this physical thing, but if you add that fourth component of time and you go into four dimensions, essentially then you can start playing 40 chess as the meme would go, right? You can start thinking about, fun if you start thinking about financial freedom and what it can add to your life about time wise. Okay. Well, if I don't necessarily, if every day I didn't have to clock in, think about that. If every day I I could tell the boss, Hey, I'm not coming in today. I could, because I can afford to do so. That's sort of what, what my goal with financial freedom and, and what it, what it, what it aims to do. And if I want to pursue other things, I have the time to do so. I, I have the monetary comp, like monetary means that I don't have to I don't have to answer to anyone, right? And so this is this is one of the things with financial freedom. And there, everybody's financial journey is different. Everybody's going to have their their own struggles. Everybody's going to be able to you know some people may just have a, a crazy success, and they may just um, go to the moon. You know, they may just go straight to the moon, but uh, your financial freedom, your, your financial journey is going to be different. So therefore your financial freedom journey will be different as well. But my goal is to try to convince more people to go with financial freedom. And you, you ask, yes, why do I need financial freedom? If, if I, if I can get by, if I can just pay my bare minimum, I can get by. Why would I need fun financial freedom? Uh, well, before I before I answer that question, let, let me let me actually lay out what financial freedom is. So, so financial freedom, in, in the most base sense, would be uh, being able to, uh, you know, basically you have enough money to where you, you don't have to worry about whether you lose a job, whether you go to work. There's there's nothing that that explicitly holds you down. And really, um, you know, that, that holds you back in any way. If you have that financial freedom, you, if you have the monetary, comp that monetary means, if you've been, if you have your, your savings and investing already saved up, then you don't have to worry about any, anything. You can, you can pursue your life in the way that you see fit. Hey, Jonathan. But the um, overall idea of financial freedom is that if you save and invest enough, then essentially you don't have to necessarily you don't necessarily have to work 
that like if that makes sense you don't have to you don't have to clock in you don't have to go answer to a boss i have enough money in the bank that whatever happens i still can pay the bills and that's that's where financial freedom comes in is is you you have that assurance of if i lose my job or if i don't want to go to work or whatever happens uh, i can rest easy and i can make sure that that i'm capable of, of surviving but when you ha- have financial freedom, it also frees you up to do a lot more things if you just have that financial freedom because then you can pursue other means. Because if you don't, if you're, so for like for me, a lot of things, time is, is a, I live, I feel like I live on borrowed time, right? A lot of people feel this way. If, you, if you're someone who, who uh, especially, you know, you, you have a lot of responsibility, and, and I have, a, I would say that I have a reasonable monocle, the monicum of responsibility, that if you have some reasonable level of responsibility, that you have a, a low, low amount of time that you can pursue things meaningful to you. And that's not saying that, that everybody should just go pursue their passions. But it's definitely something that everyone would be able to pursue things that, that are fi- more meaningful to them if they had the capability to do so. You know, if, if you could start a business of a certain type or, you know, if you could do things in a way that you would you would like to do, it would definitely aid to have the financial freedom to do so. And especially if you have financial freedom at such a level that you can then fund a lot of the things that you want to be able to do, it's very it's very vital to pushing yourself up and, and kind of lifting yourself up out of sort of the the drolls of you know the, the lull of society, right? So fi- financial freedom to me is an is an important component of being able to. Not just exist in society, not just live, but to be able to thrive and live the way that you see fit. So, um, this is why I'm a huge advocate for financial freedom and, and what I see going forward that financial freedom, the benefits that it can, that it can have for individuals uh, and what, they can, what it can add to, to everybody's life. Because a lot of people are just comfortable living, you know, well, I, I go to work, I pay my bills, you know, I maybe get a new car. Why, why should I care, right? And, and that, that's essentially the, um, the gist of, of what, what these people are doing. I, I realize I have those on. But the, that's the gist of, of what, was, what, what, is, what is being said. And what, you know, people are like, well, I can pay my bills. What, what does it matter, right? So my idea is that if even if you even if you just want to pay your bills even if you just want to live and um, you know do those do, do your normal do you know do your normal duties do work the way that you normally work uh, you you also have sort of the I, I'm pretty sure everyone has uh, would rather at, at least not be tied to to your job I mean, you know, everybody posts about like, oh well, I'm ready for the weekend or this or that. What if you could? What if, what if you could just if you if you didn't feel feel up to the task for the day, you didn't have to clock in. If 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 you don't necessarily want to, you you can tell the boss like, hey, uh, I need a day. I'm gonna take a day 
whether you pay me or not, it's it's a day for me. I'm just gonna I'll I'll pay myself for that day. And if you can basically pay yourself for 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 any period of time, and you could live and be able to, you know, capable of of living and, and existing on your own, then I think that that's just a huge win for anyone. And I don't see why you would you would want anything else. Um, so this is why I think everybody should want financial freedom because it's going to afford you the capability of being able to more than exist in society. You can, you can thrive. You can have a lot more than what you, what you thought you could have. Um, and a lot of people will, you know, will enjoy this. So uh, this is why I'm a huge advocate for financial freedom. And the, the basically the things that it can bring to your life. So with financial freedom, that, that's kind of one of my big sticks of what I'm what I've been working on. I, I struggled before uh, and something that really helped was finding crypto and, and finding, um, fi- finding stocks and investing at first was, was nice, but also finding crypto because, you know, with, especially if the market is good, uh, for crypto, it's just going to be, you're, you're going to have a lot better time. Um, the, the, the markets, you know, they go up, they go down. A lot of it's noise to me. I, I continue buying in, um, every, basically every month I, I have set amounts that I just buy anyway. Um, and so it's, it's something that I don't think about. I just buy and I save and invest and I have crypto and, and I just want to stack as much as I can and, and just have, have a bunch of particularly hive and Bitcoin mostly. But if I can just save up and invest, you know, invest that and have, have a lot of it, um, saved up, it, it could, especially if it spikes, I could have, uh, some time where I really have a, a, a you know, a, a, a moment where all of a sudden now I'm, I'm financially free. Hey, Shadowworm. As you can see, we're, we're doing, uh, we're doing a different format here. Um, it's the, you know, I'm calling it the web three podcast because you can find this over on vim.tv slash trade 50 Daniel, as well as twitch.tv slash trade 50 Daniel. But, uh, vim is, is on what we call a web 3.0. Um, it's, it's a, it's a blockchain based, um, social media. And so that's sort of where web three is coming from. And, and that's what we're discussing. And my first topic of discussion was financial freedom and, and why everyone should, should want financial freedom. Because it's going to afford you the capabilities to to kind of live your life, and then you don't have to worry about when the next job. If you get, you know, if your job gets, if you lose your job or whatever, anything that comes your way. If you if you're financially free and you don't have uh, basically all of this weighing you down, then it's going to make your life a lot easier to be able to um, just. Exist, not just exist, but thrive. And you, you can. There's a lot of things that you can do. Opportunities that it gives you uh, once you, once you're financially free, instead of just basically living the typical American life of con- consumerism and uh, being tied down to everything that you buy and, and everything that you have in society.
so if there's it, it, this is this is open for discussion and now now at this point it, you know I'm I'm going to I want to give my spiel about each topic and then kind of uh, you know maybe give people if they want to weigh in on the discussion give, give you some time to to if if anybody wants to discuss that if anybody wants to discuss financial freedom and and why why they you know what they think about it and if they want to ask questions about it cuz there's definitely a, a, a myriad of questions you can ask about financial freedom and and what what ways you can aim to achieve that so if you if you're interested in that definitely ask questions because I'm, I'm open to answering those questions well it just now put me live over here what is vim having problems there we go it not been live well if no one if no one has any any questions or anything about that I'll continue on but the so Financial freedom was the first topic. So, what we're going to cover next is 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 why why I think why I like Hive and what, what I think about the the Hive blockchain and what it what it can afford to to everyone uh, to be able to not just pursuing financial freedom but as well as protecting your you know your online uh, identity and making sure that you're still afforded you know all of the protections basically that we originally it's basically created the new internet in, in a lot of ways and hive is one of the key components of that in web3 the way that i see it um hive has several dapps or decentralized apps and uh one of which is dbuzz which is a twitter alternative and you'll see on the screen it shows every now and then it shows uh to follow me over on my twitch and my dbuzz uh, so you can follow me over on Dbuzz as well as Twitter, and then also, um, so so we also have, um, you know, the, there's not just uh, Dbuzz. There's also Vim, which is a live streaming platform similar to Twitch, um, but it's it's also a um, decentralized app. You know, they they worked on it. They put it on the high blockchain. And um, basically, the Hive blockchain has a lot of tooling and a lot of interesting things about it. There's there's things like a game, which or a few games, but there there's one game in particular, Splinterlands, which um, actually recently got banned from Twitter. I don't know why they banned a gaming Twitter handle, but you know, the, the, basically, all it did was tweet out updates about their game, um, but. Splinterlands is is on high on the high blockchain, and it, it's something that uh, you know I think it's neat. I don't I don't fully understand the game and how it works yet, you know. But I think I think supporting it in any way that I can is is a good idea because Splinter Splinterlands that it looks like a really well done game. It's a it's a card game, uh, sort of an auto battler almost, uh, because you can kind of sim the battles without you know you don't you don't actually contribute to the battles they're sort of simulated battles uh you, you set up the team and then the cards battle but 
there's a lot of utility in what Hive is bringing to the table, and there's a lot of different applications and things that take advantage of the Hive blockchain. And I want to see more. I really want to see more capability. I want to see everything that is on Web 2, on Web 3.0, preferably on the Hive blockchain, but definitely um, on Web 3, basically on some sort of decentralized um, platform. And, you know, you see that with Odyssey as well. But there's also, like, on Hive, there's 3Speak, which is also a video alternative platform. Um, but there, there are plenty of... of uh, of things to go or like that they can go right for hive and um you know we have a lot of good communities on hive like the pizza community which is you know talking about um you know there's the pizza token and uh, you know you can uh reward the, the your favorite creators with with a slice of pizza it's a really cool concept really nice for social engagement and uh, really promotes positive engagement um but I definitely think that there's there's a lot of I don't, I don't really see many negatives uh, other than uh, you know a couple things that, that that go on every now and then like the the way that Hive was con you know conceived because it was basically from Steam which was which is a uh, also another uh, blockchain but they there was a, a lot of things that were happening messing around messing around with Steam. And essentially, people were kind of manipulating Steam in a way, and so that's sort of what led to the birth of Hive because they split from Steam. But it retains a lot of the Steam features uh, in in a lot of ways, and and also builds on top of them, and it improves it in a lot of ways. So I like a lot of what's what Hive is doing, and I really want to support it as much as I can because this, you know, it's 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 the uh, in my eyes, it's it's one of the platforms of the future. And I think, you know, if you're not on it yet, uh, you, you know, you may want to, to check it out. Uh, I do have the uh, command, exclamation hive, or um, um, I think ex exclamation peaked uh, is, is to sign up on peaked. But I don't, I don't think that that actually signs you up through hive. So, but if you do exclamation hive, it tells all about what hive is as a blockchain. And uh, you can go sign up and create your Hive account. So those those are the two ma main things that I want to discuss. I, I really, you know, see Hive being the future and and what social media should have been and what it can be, and it, it's it's definitely. A little rough around the edges at times some of the you know the decentralized apps uh you know the for instance vim still needs to add some features to to be com comparable to 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 something like twitch um like mentioning other users and, and a lot of you know other interesting things but those are kind of minor compared to what 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 uh the negatives of web 2.0 are of what the current state of the web is. So I think that if they can get their act together on that, then it's just going to be a huge benefit.
So now that we've discussed kind of Hive and, and why why Hive and as well as um, financial freedom is important. Now let's kind of talk about how we how we're combining that. So I kind of want to walk you through sort of my financial journey, and, and I'm sure that everyone else can kind of relate to this, unless you unless you've kind of either hit the jackpot by you know you bought Bitcoin way back when and then you sold at the top. Uh, you know you're probably sitting pretty like really pretty right now, but if you're like me and you're just generally, um, you know, going about your life as, as as most people do, you don't learn any financial understanding as as an adolescent. And when you begin growing older, then you kind of have to learn. You hit those brick walls. You keep you know keep trudging on, and you figure out a lot of things, and you become come to an understanding. So, and and uh, you know. Some of it is through watching videos that I've done. You know, I've, I've watched some videos. You know, I watch Graham Stephan. I, I watch a couple of other prominent uh, investing and, and you know, sort of finance YouTubers. But they 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 were the catalyst for for some of the ideas that I have. But definitely, it just helps learning and understanding. Um, early on, I did kind of understand some level of finance because I did understand like what. A CD is, uh, which, which is a certificate of deposit where you could save, uh, save your money, and basically they lock it away for for a little bit. Which I I don't like that as much as I do. Uh, it's it's very illiquid, and that makes it a problem for me. But I did put some in a CD for, because that was kind of the first thing whenever I started investing. What it's what I knew from what my grandfather had, you know, he had put some money in CDs, and I put some money in a CD for our son, and uh, essentially that that was sort of a catalyst to help with my financial journey, and some some of that. So some of that is locked away in a CD for me now. I did that a while back. Um, you know, that's that's just going to be there for him, as well as I'm saving some back every every week. I'm putting money back for him. Um, you know, just stacking it away and, and just letting it grow as much as I can. But there, there's a lot of things that they don't teach you that, that you can utilize as far as financial tools, uh, as far as, you know, setting up your Roth IRA. And that's, that's something that Graham Stephan really talks about. But if you look at like FIRE, the FIRE community and Financial Independence Retire Early, that that's sort of the acronym, but I'm really just wanting financial independence. I really don't care about retiring retiring early necessarily. I really would like to work. Uh, I, I don't I don't mind working, but I want it, I want to be able to pursue pursue something more meaningful to me and something that that I can find value in. If I find value in the work and someone can pay me to do it, that's the that's the ultimate goal for me. Um, it kind of doesn't matter what it is. I mean, I. I Make what I work on websites now, and I would be fine working on websites still, uh, as long as I kind of had more say in the process. A lot of it now is very dictated. Uh, it's very, you know, you have to do this, like follow this specific process. Um, so, it, any way that I can gain back autonomy, because I, I value autonomy over a lot of things. Like I, I really do think that. It, being autonomous and being able to control, you know, yourself and being able to manage yourself in, in a lot of ways is a very valuable asset to me. Regardless of you know where where I go and what I do, I pretty much want to 
kind of have, you know, I, I won't, I'm kind of the Burger King mentality, but, but I don't take it overboard. I'd like to have it my way, right? I, I would like to have it my way. Um, but the, the idea, overall idea of, of what, what I've been pursuing is if I look at financial independence, retire early, there's, there's some ways, yes, you can put, you know, start your Roth IRA. Yes. Uh, I, first thing, first thing I recommend for everyone, if you start your Roth IRA, put it, put it in index funds, have, have some of that in, in index funds. Now, Graham is kind of more boomerish with it, and there, there's a lot of people who are more boomerish with it, where they're like, just put everything in index funds, and then eventually, you know, over time, uh, at seven percent. But with with the rate of inflation and the way that, that that I see things going, and also the rate at which I want to be able to be financially free, that's not viable. It's it's not a viable to get seven percent a year. Uh, and oh, let me get my seven percent. You know, th- let's let's let this trudge on for for some time. Yes, it will. Compound interest is a thing, and yes, it will compound over time, very well. And it, you know, the more you have, the more that it'll gain. The more that it'll have, that the more that it'll gain. And it'll be a cycle at that point. But you know, it's it's a snowball effect at that point, right? But until you get to that point. There's a there's a lot to be desired, and there's a lot that you you can do along that journey. And part of it is I've taken an active role in trading stocks. I did I did participate in the GameStop craze, and I did do well. Uh, let's just say I did I did relatively well. I didn't do extremely well. Um, you know I I would have preferred if I did, I I had a little bit too much paper hands at you know in in a way. So I should have trusted trusted myself in in that investment, but you know, you live and you learn. You know that that's the first big trade that I've been involved in. Um, you know, and, and I was I was ahead of the curve. I'll be I'll be honest. We we were, uh, you know, I, I was in the Roaring Kitty streams before before they were popular. Before they they started gaining steam. Um, you know, I did it before it was cool, right? That that, that that's sort of the meme. Uh, <laughs> I, I I liked GameStop stock before it was cool. Uh, well, it, really, I did though, because because a lot of people, uh, you know, on the Wall Street bets forum and everything were were saying that it was a bad idea. So, but I I really thought that the company had a chance. So, I, I took a took a shot and 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 that that's definitely accelerated my my capability of being able to be financially free. But also, there there's you have to be able to maintain you know, the momentum and you have to be able to keep things going. Um, you know, keeping credit card debt low while also being able to, uh, maximize your, your saving and investing. And part of that, what I, what I decided is I went, you bought in around two. That's awesome. Shadow. I see. I bought in, uh, I bought in around, you know, when it was like five, I think. And then, um, well, I bought option contracts, so I was putting a lot more on the line. You know, I was putting a lot more on the line, buying options, and I didn't really understand options at the time. Now, now I have a greater level of understanding, kind of going through the process. But there were times where it, you know, it, your your account drops like a you know a few hundred, and you're like, uh, is this is this really worth it? But you know that 
that came and went. And, and it, you know, I did, if I would have held my options, I probably would have, I'd probably be sitting on at least, I'd probably be sitting on at least like a, probably close to 100K, <laughs> at least, if not. Thank you, Vim, for the upvote. You sold around 350 with 500 shares. Whoa, Shadow. Whoa, you, you made bank. You made bank. Congrats. Congrats. I didn't I didn't diamond hand that. I didn't diamond hands it. I like it hit 120 or it hit like 130 and it started spiking a little bit or like I forget like way back when and I was like, "Whoa, like it's going to crash and if I don't get anything, then I'm going to be very upset." So I I was like, "Okay, well, I'm going to make the decision that I'm going to exit and that's it. I'm okay." I made I made five figures. I'm good. But taking an active role in trading is good and it can it can be beneficial and some people will just drop their job and they start trading day trading or whatever. But I do think that crypto may be more of a more of a reasonable way, right? Uh so this is where kind of where it ties back into the web three discussion is if you um, if you go in there and you, you, um, say, say you, you know, buy stocks and trade stocks, things, things are going to shuffle around and, and you're, you're going to have a lot of, um, issues with, with whether, you know, the fluctuation of the price and all that. And that happens with crypto as well. But overall, essentially most of the, most of the good projects like Bitcoin, it has consistently been going trending up over time and it definitely hasn't showed really any signs of slowing i mean yes yes we're we crashed halfway down from where it was a, a while back but what i think is is if you continue buying in consistently you just dollar cost average into bitcoin into other coins altcoins that you think are going to be successful one of which i think is hive um if you continue consistently dollar cost averaging into those cryptocurrencies i think that you're you stand to do well over the long term and you know that's what people have seen with like the dogecoin millionaire and stuff like that and, and of course i think that um he lost a lot of it i think when it whenever it, it crashed back down and he he said he was going to hold uh, i mean that's that's his deal but uh you know if he would have just sold then and then you know he could reinvest it back later or he could you know you, you kind of have to know when to The accumulation phase, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what I'm advocating though is, uh, yeah, for Bitcoin, yeah, I think that definitely it's going to accumulate, and um, you know, it's consolidated down, right? Like it, it, we hit you levels of euphoria. Uh, that, that's kind of like some level of reading charts that if if you understand, like when it when it hit 60k, you kind of hit a level of euphoria, right? And that that's kind of expected whenever a bull market hits bull market hits, you hit a level of euphoria, you're going to have a crash, and then eventually it, it reaches some level of stability, which Bitcoin seems to be pretty stable at around 30k, and uh, eventually, once you get to the point where 
uh, after the stability period, then you're going to hit another bull market, but this time it's going to reach even higher highs and then it's going to st stabilize at a, at a lower low. And the, the, definitely for Bitcoin, that's proven true in if you look at the charts and see what the history of Bitcoin and what, what's happened to it. So honestly buy low and then and you know if you then you can sell some off when it hit, when it hits the peaks and then that way basically you can you can buy back either buy back in later or you can you also you have that money there that you can use for for other things uh, you know yes it, yes i'm saying you should yes i'm saying you shouldn't just hodl like you know some some people will say that some people will say that, but I, I don't think they genuinely believe that because if if you had the opportunity to be a millionaire, would you still hodl? I, I, most people wouldn't. I mean, most people would would see that that that's still a trade. You're still trying to make a trade. You you don't want to be stuck with 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 coins that you could technically then be a millionaire. I, or I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. I mean, yes, there's there's some level of principle there, but if you if you play your cards right and you just dollar cost average and what I, that's what I'm suggesting shadow is just don't worry about like okay this is the low don't worry about that just dollar cost average if it goes up it goes up if it if it's going down you're buying if you're buying on the on the crash then good for you cuz you can you can keep buying even when it hits the bottom and then when it hits the bottom and then you ha you've bought more you bought more bought more then eventually when it spikes up, you're 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 sitting really nice. But that that's sort of my strategy. I definitely I'm put, leaning more on crypto, leaning more on uh, you know um, on Web three. You know a lot a lot of the things it, it helps whenever I'm able to earn crypto through through uh, through through Web three uh, You know Hive. If you set up your account. You know, you engage on media posts and, you know, engage on blog posts and you talk about stuff and you're active on Hive on the blockchain, you get rewarded for it. And it's, yes, it's not much. It's not, you know, you're not making, I'm not making $100 per post, but yeah, you know, if I, if I make a couple dollars a post uh, in, in Hive, I'm feeling pretty nice. It's, it's pretty, it's a really good feeling to, to make, a, you know, a few dollars on you know, my high posts, you know, it's better than posting your content, not owning your content and getting nothing for it. So I view it as a win. But that, that's my strategy in, in, in tying in financial freedom into crypto and into the, the the capability of, of what we're wanting to accomplish if you want financial freedom and you you want to be able to to live your life on your terms it's it's going to help investing you know saving and investing and avoiding consumerism avoiding debt as much as possible and yes you know I've got stuff I it's not I'm not a minimalist I'm, I have stuff I'm not going to say that I don't um, but what, what I'm saying is you don't have to, you don't have to buy every new shiny. I, you know, this, this phone is at least two years old now at this point, I don't have to buy the new next year model. So that that's definitely part of trying to become financially free. 
and you, you have to be able to understand those concepts. And it, you know, if anyone wants to reach out to me, feel free. I, I can I can definitely talk about financial freedom. It sounds like Shadow's already financially free, but you know, anyone else who's interested in fina- talk, discussing financial freedom, and uh, you know, especially crypto related, um, because uh, I'm definitely interested in crypto, the crypto space at this point. And that's that's a lot of where my focus and my energy is going to. So that's that's kind of the main spiel that I, that I had for for talking about financial freedom, and you know why why I think that Hive is one of the future of social media, of crypto, of uh, of a lot of things, and I definitely think that you know fin- financial freedom is is an important goal to achieve, as well as you know. It, it's just going to be something that 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 will add value to your life and add add meaning to what you want to do. And um, I think Hive is going to be a huge part of it for me. Infinite banking. Are you referring to the Fed printing infinite money? Yeah, I definitely think that uh, finding out that the Fed prints infinite money is something that that will turn you into a financial. Um, some somewhat of a financial guru. I mean, not guru, but I mean, will turn you into finance aficionado. I guess like you're you're you you will have an affinity for for discussing and understanding your finances if you see that the Fed prints twenty five percent of the U S dollars in one year. But there there are a lot of tools on your financial freedom journey and you can take advantage of them you know things like you know you can still enjoy things with financial like while on your financial freedom journey and one of those one of those things is like the you know credit card farming you know like uh like uh farming rewards points and and using farming up the chain of, of credit cards to try to get better credit cards um those are those are good tools, and the, some of the things that uh, like Graham Stephan advocates as well, and those are those are good ideas, and I think that everyone should 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 listen uh, with an open mind and try to try to understand what's what they are, because they're definitely helpful. Overfunding. Oh, I've never heard of that shadow. You'll you'll have to send me some more info on that. I've never seen. I've never seen that overfunding a life insurance policy because I thought that basically you just pay the premium for the life insurance policy and then basically the uh, if you. I thought if you just you know you just pay for the life life insurance policy and, and the policy itself uh, was you know theoretically 
it, it was just, you know, like typical insurance. You pay into the pool of money, and it, as long as you're paying the minimum, then you, your family would be able to have access to the broader pool of, of money available. Oh, if the Rockefellers and Rothschilds. Well, if the Rockefellers and Rothschilds did it, then, I mean, it sure surely must be a, a useful useful tactic. And But it's not something that I've heard of. Or that I would understand at this point. I don't know how you would how you overfund the life insurance policies, but it would be interesting to learn. If you have any useful guides, feel free to shoot them my way, because because I'm all for learning more. Yeah, the, the stock market, I think, is going to be a good tool for me. I do need more time to be able to actually research what I'm trading. Now, I could just, I guess if I just follow <laughs> Wall Street bets, maybe, oh, they're, they're going to go into this stock. Okay, well, I'll buy some. And, and that could be a strategy. What? You so much the government placed a max on funding them. I guess that's kind of like Roth IRA though, too. But I, I don't know if those were created with maxes in mind. But like Roth IRA, you can only fund like 6K a year. But if you fund it to the max and it grows 7% a year in so many years, you'll be a millionaire. So, I don't know. But I think that's that's all I have for for the for the first episode of this uh, podcast. Uh, you know, this is this has been the Web Three podcast. Definitely, if you if you have um, you know any any questions or anything that you want to discuss in, in regards to the topics that we discussed here, um, feel free. And also, you know, I'm gonna make this available on um, all the other platforms. It's gonna be live on YouTube, Three Speak, um, um, Odyssey. Basically, any any of the other video platforms, I'm going to try to make this available. Um, I may cut out some of the sort of uh, minimal moments, but I just wanted to test this format and see see what you know what people think of it. If if they if you like the podcast, and I do want to continue a sort of podcast format, I I probably need to have some more um, instead of generalized topics. I need to have some more refined topics. But I appreciate everybody who's come out and checked out the stream. Um, if, if you've been hanging out, um, I hope you hit the follow button, um, you know, and, uh, ch- check out all my other social media content. Yeah, please, please do shadow. But everybody, uh, if, if you want to follow, uh, I will be going live with, uh, some gaming stream later on. Um, but right now I just wanted to test this out, see, see this format, how this format works. And if I can kind of have some fun with the um, sort of podcast format because it seems to be a very effective format for just kind of talking discussing things and I appreciate everyone who's hang, hanging around and, and if you can follow me on whatever other social medias that you, that you see here I, I have um, a, a list if, you, if you're on Twitch uh, or, or on um, 
them, they're, they're, it should be listed in the description there. But thank you uh, very much for checking out this first episode of um, Web3 Podcast. Uh, talk, talking about, you know, all, all the things Web3.0, crypto, Hive, and uh, financial freedom. So I appreciate everyone, and you'll have uh, a good night. If you don't, come back to the stream later. We'll play some games. This is Trey Fives, Daniel, signing out.